are listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Hebert with Environmental Defense Fund. And my colleague is still coming back from Washington Mardi Gras. Cut me out of the show, Jacques. You miss you miss one week, Simone, and then you know I don't know the seat gets filled. So all of a sudden the mic doesn't work anymore. Yeah, exactly. How was uh, Washington Mardi Gras? It was interesting. I saw that you did a whole piece on it. So thank you for giving us the history um, about Miss Betty Ford and her dancing partners. It was a very interesting history that I, I wasn't even aware of. So I was like, hey, I want to learn more about this, and found that really great factoid and the Homa Courier. I would like to point out that um, I had several meetings on the Hill um, while I was there. And so we had a great team that that did those kinds of things. And so it's it's a lot. It's a lot a couple of days. So yeah, well, I know the crew went up there and I know you all were busy and had Hill meetings and a lot of policy updates and, you know, networking and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad to have you back. Um, We had a great show with Eric Johnson from Audubon. Of course, I had to talk about birds. I'm sorry. But I figured if I'm going to do it, I might as well do it while Simone's not here. (laughs) I love Eric. And it was his numbers are getting a little low and being on the show. He was missing us. So we had to have him back. And we talked a lot about Queen Bess, which you and I are actually going to go out next week and see it. I'm very excited about it. Yes. Well, speaking of that, I have a little bit of uh, Delta uh, Dispatches trivia for oh you. Oh, Lord. It's the 100th episode. So I was actually curious. I don't even know what episode You know, I was like, on. Queen Bess, where Where's did that one? come from? So I have a question for you. Let's see if you know. Which monarch is Queen Bess named after? So the current monarch is uh, Lilibet. Lilibet is two. So my guess is that Bess is her mother. The Queen Mom. The Mom. Elizabeth, yes, yes. the mother. Queen yes. Mom. That's a really, really good attempt, a really good answer. Wrong. It's actually Elizabeth the First. The f- so the uh, Mom is Elizabeth the First of England, you know, okay. kind of the the prodigy, mm-hmm. prodigy of Henry the Eighth. Oh. You know, the first Queen Elizabeth. Elizabeth. So what, is, what is Elizabeth's England. mom's real name? I don't know. She was also Queen Elizabeth. Yes. But, but she she's wasn't not the, the real queen. queen. She's not big cute queen. Yeah. She was queen. Yes. Okay. So the, the Elizabeth the first. Right. Yes. Okay. So I didn't, I was wondering, I'm like, why, where did they get this name? But it's named after Elizabeth the first of England was called the good queen best during her reign. Um, Is that why they named the island that? I don't know. But that's hmm. where the name queen best comes from. So we have to figure out how did what this little island yes. in um, Terrebonne, you know, uh, mm-hmm. this little bird island or Jefferson, <laughs> excuse me. Um, become named after Queen Bess. I don't know. We'll have to. Good question. Yeah, good question. So a little we'll have to have. You know, I had a good conversation um, with Todd Baker from Wildlife and Fisheries earlier this week about Queen Bess. We should have them on the show. Yeah, I wonder if they know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can tell us. We get. Shh, don't tell any. And don't tell anybody the, <laughs> the secret <laughs> can, question. Yeah. <laughs> I know who will know, and that's Mr. David Muth. But yes. yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, well, speaking of National Wildlife Federation, we have a good friend and colleague on. Uh, how how is it that Sammy Carter has never been on this show? <laughs> uh, let, oh, has she's she, giggling. <laughs> she may Sam. I believe she has avoided the show. Let's call a spade a shovel here. Sammy has uh, avoided the I show. Mean, 
<laughs> you guys are pretty intimidating. <laughs> oh, my God. Sam, you talk to us every day in the office, on the phone. You get to see Jacques every day in the office. You get to talk to me all the time. I mean, really, did you think this was going to be professional in any kind of manner? <laughs> you guys are just so good at this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, let's formally welcome her onto the yes. show. Samantha Carter, Outreach Manager with National Wildlife Federation and our Restore the Mississippi River Delta group. Sam has been very busy planning an amazing event that's coming up this uh, uh, a week from Saturday. We're very excited about it. I'm laughing because Sam is always very busy. So I asked I asked our very good friend and colleague Katie um, something about something in the future. And Katie was like, oh, let Sam get through the cook-off and then, then we'll bother her. So I feel like poor Sam like lives her whole life with like, let me get through this one and then I can tackle the next one. Yeah. But she is one of my favorite people. So welcome to the show, Samantha uh, Cotta. So Sam, tell us so a little bit about yourself and your background background um i mean we're going to talk about the cook-off certainly but first we want to introduce you to our dispatches lit listeners so you actually were listener <laughs> hey there. um you actually worked in planning in new york city and then for several years now have been working on coastal louisiana so tell us about your background are there any similarities from the big apple to the, the accent the big easy <laughs> the accent is yeah. similar <laughs> Um, well, I'm actually originally from California, um, and then I did live in New York and other cities on the East Coast for almost 10 years, so I like to think of myself as tri-coastal at this point. <laughs> I consider myself um, tri-coastal as well. <laughs> I'll try anything um, coastal yeah. once. <laughs> right? I think the South Coast is the best coast, though, I will have to say. I don't think I'm going anywhere anytime soon. Except for um, Mexico for several weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to get out. Got to get a break. I hear you. But uh, yes, I've been here for five years. Um, and in terms of similarities from city planning in New York, um, I mean, my desire to get in a boat as often as possible certainly hasn't changed. Um, <laughs> but I, it's really, really different. Everything about, you know, I was living in New York City, um, which is just its own thing. And I was working for the city of New York, which is the largest employer in the city of New York. So that was just kind of like a beast of an agency to be working for. Um, so very different than kind of our, our little group we have here on the ground. Um, but, you know, I don't know. And nothing's quite like New Orleans. So I don't know. I don't, it, they're very different jobs. <laughs> one of the reasons I left. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny to think that you worked at like this kind of a machine of a government kind of thing. And so they probably taught you a lot about the work that you're doing now, right? How they operate, how they function. Yeah. How they just don't move as fast, right? But you got to keep working on it, those kinds of things. Did not move fast at all, but I certainly learned a lot there for sure. So tell us a little bit about what you do here in Louisiana for our Mississippi River Delta program. Yeah, so I'm on the outreach committee. Um, so I help with all things outreach. Um, I do a lot of event planning. I specialize in fun stuff, I like to think. Um, <laughs> that is true. I, I'll, I'll second that. <laughs> I get to do a lot of work with chefs, which is really awesome. Um, and, and yeah, I help lead our, and coordinate all of our outreach efforts um, for the campaign. Well, which include, you know, events and, and kind of com community engagement in different coastal areas and with different stakeholders. And so let's get to the topic at hand, which is a big event coming up um, a week from this Saturday, Cook-Off for the Coast. So tell us about the Cook-Off. 
Yeah, so the cook-off is a, it's a wild game cook-off that's really kind of meant to raise awareness about coastal restoration issues across the coast, but particularly in St. Bernard Parish. Um, this will be the third year that we're doing it. Um, we host it at Docksville Farm, which is on St. Uh, Bernard Highway in Violet, which is an incredible facility. If you haven't been there yet, you should definitely come out. It's right on the river. Um, it's owned by the Moreau Foundation, one of our partners on this, and it's just a really, really great space, and we're really lucky that we get to host the cook-off there because it's just perfect um, for such things. It is so beautiful um, out there, too, with all the trees. Like you said, many people probably have passed by it. And maybe if you're not from the area, you don't know exactly what it is. But they're really great about hosting events and really being part of the community. It's beautiful. Yeah, they really built that place for the community. So if, you know, everything they do there is community-based events. Um, and, yeah, we're really lucky to have them. So, uh, and if I didn't say it, it's from 11 to 3 on February 8th. Um, please come. <laughs> so it's free though, right, Sam? It is free and open to the public. Um, that's something that we kind of wanted to make sure was always the case. So we have, I think we've got 15 cook teams this year, and they will all be providing samples. So get there early while supplies last. So you'll be able to come taste everything for free. Um, and there's a lot of good stuff on the menu we've got there's i think wild boar venison oysters all sorts of seafood stuff one of the teams is doing crawfish something so you will not go hungry i promise not at all and i will say i mean there are not many events where you can go for free and eat like amazing food and really just get full for free so it's a great event you have categories in water air what are the <laughs> land? And then what's the fourth category I'm missing, Sam? Uh, we actually have five this year. Five. So we're going to do a crowd favorite. So when you sign in, when you get there, you get a ticket. So oh, you can vote fun. for your favorite dish. And then we added a student category this year because we've had so many good student teams in the past. We want to make sure we got one of them a trophy. The Shelmet High team last year like knocked it out of the park. I think we were all yeah. kind of a little <laughs> disappointed when they didn't win. So I think they got it this year. But um, but yeah, I mean it's delicious food, delicious um, you know, just event in, in total. And we want to talk a little bit more about what the event supports and other details. But um, we're about to head into a break. Sam, tell us where folks can go to get more information about the event. Yes, you can find more information at coastcookoff.com. All right, and one more time, it is when, where, and what time? It is Cook-Off for the Coast, February 8th from 11 to 3 at Dockville Farm in Violet. Awesome. Well, we are on Delta Dispatches with Samantha Carter, National Wildlife Federation, and we are talking about Cook-Off for the Coast, the event to be at this month slash year. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk a little bit more about this great event and the work it supports when we're back. Stay with us. National Wildlife Federation gives voices to the wildlife conservation values that are part of our country's heritage. We are charting a new course for wildlife that our children and grandchildren will thank us for. Visit our website, nwf.org Louisiana, to find out more about our work to restore and protect 
coastal Louisiana for generations to come. National Wildlife Federation, uniting all Americans to ensure wildlife thrive in a rapidly changing world. nwf.org slash Louisiana. Hi, I'm Don Cheadle. Listen up. I want to talk to you about something important, the Environmental Defense Fund. EDF isn't like some of the other environmental groups. EDF works together with those on both sides of the issue. Despite all the fighting in Washington, EDF has found ways for both parties to support real progress. That has made our air and water cleaner and the products in our homes safer. So not only can our planet prosper, so can our future. Go to edf.org to see how you can help. At Audubon, we believe that where birds thrive, people prosper. Nowhere is that more evident than in Louisiana. Integrating science, education, and policy, Audubon, Louisiana's mission is to conserve and restore natural ecosystems, focusing on birds, other wildlife, and their habitats for the benefit of humanity and the Earth's biological diversity. Visit la.audubon.org to learn more and support our mission. la.audubon.org. Restore Retreat is a coastal nonprofit organization working in the heart of the Barataria and Terrebonne Basins, from the Mississippi River to the Atchafalaya. We work every day to restore Louisiana's coast community and culture with our mission of implementing long-term and large-scale projects for our irreplaceable region. We'll hope you join us in supporting the solution. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and online at www.restoreorretreat.org. And we're back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Hebert with Environmental Defense Fund. And I'm Samoma Laws with Restore or Retreat. And I adequately paid our producer enough to turn my mic on since oh. you told her to take it off. Oh, well, you know, you figured it out. So I want this I to guess, be a solo show. I guess you can, you know, stay on the rest of the show. But it is time for our Coastal Voice of the Week. Would you like mm. to do the honor, Simone? It is, uh, speaking of St. Bernard Parish, this week's Coastal Voice comes from St. Bernard Parish. So it, the Coastal Voice of the Week is, it's my home. I would like to think the coast may support homes in the future. Our culture would be long would be lost along with the land if we cannot save it. Rebecca. And is it, it's Miro, right? I say Mero. Mero. What do you say, Sam? Uh, I said Moreau. Moreau. Okay. We see you can say it however you want. Moreau. <laughs> Moreau. Yeah. Moreau. Well, you're the card carrying. <laughs> you're the card carrying member of some the... people say Miro or you know, mm-hmm. just Moreau. 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 Say it like Moreau. 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 Yeah. Moreau. Maro. Chasta draws. Chasta draws. <laughs> all right. <laughs> We're just getting ready for the cook-off. And, you know, it, yes. it all comes comes back when I'm down in the parish. Um, so welcome back, Samantha Carter. We are discussing the cook-off for the coast, um, which is um, a free. week from Saturday. It's free. Delicious food. And, you know, they amazing competition. They and had yeah, some drinks so last year, too. An awesome bar is providing the the beverages. So who is the bar? And also tell us about the music mm-hmm. and other stuff. Yeah. So the bar is going to be provided by Pura's Whiskey Bayou, um, which is the best bar in Araby. If you haven't been, is, they is are loads of fun. Jacques likes to go there. <laughs> it's my little dive. <laughs> um, and the music this year is going to be from Soul Creole, which is um, one of the Lost Bayou Rambler spinoff bands led by Grammy-nominated fiddler Louis Michaud. Oh, yeah, he's great. And Yep. 
yeah, and we're really lucky to have them again. It's awesome music, and they're always very supportive and willing to come play music for our events. So yeah, we love the Lost Bayou Ramblers. They are our theme music. It's from fascinating to the watch Southern them, Wild, yeah. and they're just so talented and also amazing advocates for for our coast. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yes. I find that so interesting. Yeah, I think we talked to him last year when we were <laughs> when but it's like that's so neat that like he's a fiddler, right? Or like a Zydeco accordionist. Like and they're young and they're, you know, anyway, and they it's so beautiful. So that is pretty neat. Now, Sam, um they there will be like kids activities and tables and things like that. So besides the food, the great bar, <laughs> um the cash bar that they're going to have some wonderful live music. What else do you have? So this year, it's looking like we're going to have at least 17 of our partner organizations there tabling. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of information on the coast and other environmental issues. Um, And of those tabling groups, they are all going to bring kids stuff. We hope they're all going to bring kids stuff. But we've got everyone from the Louisiana Master Naturalist, which will have all sorts of cool pelts and bones and things for kids to look at, um, to different craft activities and games. Someone said they're bringing cornhole. So there's going to be plenty to keep the kids busy. David Muth last year was making prints and stuff like that. <laughs> was that last yep. year? <laughs> it's, we'll be it's doing that neat. again. <laughs> yeah, they were awesome, right? That was awesome. Yes. But the tabling, to have so many partners, that goes to show you that they really think um, it's a good thing for the community that they want to be out there as well. Yeah, for sure. So, Sam, y'all are trying something a little different this year. That uh, Let's talk about the sustainability of the event. Yeah. So one of the things is this cook-off kind of continues to grow. We really wanted to make sure that we were walking the walk on all the environmental things. So this year we are going to have composting. So composting by Schmelly's Dirt Farm, which is a really awesome young organization in New Orleans that does event composting and they actually make um, different darts that then you can then buy for your yard that are supposed to be really great for any anyone who gardens out there um, should look up Schmelly's. And then we are going to have some volunteers helping us make sure everyone knows what is supposed to go in what trash can. Oh. Um, we've got the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts of America are going to be earning some badges by oh, that's fun. teaching everyone about compost. Yeah. Very cool. Very what a cool. great yeah. event. And I know there's a lot of partners that are involved. So tell us about some of the partners in addition to, you know, our groups and the Marrow Foundation that help support the cook-off. Yeah. So this is really a partnership between us, Restore the Mississippi River Delta, the Marrow Foundation, St. Bernard Parish Tourism, um, St. Bernard uh, Coastal Division, and then also our Vanishing Paradise team here at NWF. Very cool. And of course, you know, it's going to be all fun and delicious food and drinks and great music and activities, but it's all for a good cause. So tell us what the event supports. Yeah, so this year we are raising money for the Chandelier Living Shoreline Program, sorry, Chandelier Sound Living Shoreline Program. Um, And this is a super cool program that works um, with students from Chalmette High School that are part of the Career Technical Education Workforce Development Program. Um, And they are taking welding classes at Nunez Community College. And there they're learning how to build um, these cages that'll get filled um, with cochlea shellstone, um, which mimics 
mimics natural oyster beds, and they're basically building artificial oyster reefs. Um, and then those will get deployed. Actually, the first ones are getting deployed this spring, um, and they'll work as breakwaters to help reduce erosion and protect um, marsh. How great to have, you know, not only is this a fun event with lots of things to do, but it also gets to talk about the great work of Nunez and Chalmette High School. That's a really cool thing that they're doing and, yeah. and kind of something that we talk about a lot on like the, you know, how do you kind of everybody find a role, right? You know, yeah. in, in saving the coast. So, Sam, um, we've got a few minutes left, but I want to make sure we get to the very important, fun question. Mm. Since this is your first time on Delta Dispatches, it's kind of, you know, an initiation. Can we give her rapid-fire fun questions for the rest of oh the boy. segment? Uh-oh. I think we'll <laughs> This keep is why she never wanted to come on the show. So, your fun question, Sam, is if you had to enter a dish into a cook-off, mm. what would it be? Ooh, that is a good question. So, not to brag, but I did make coconut shrimp last night. Mm. And they were really good. <laughs> I remember there was someone last year at the cook-off making jambalaya, and he wasn't even in it. He was just like, I'm out here making jambalaya, and it was delicious. So, it Sam, was- I think you should just roll up with your own like little coconut shrimp <laughs> station and be like, no, I'm not competing. I just want you to totally this. remember the jambalaya dude from last year. I love jambalaya like that, too. So what uh, can we got? You got to make Jacques answer that question. What would you do? What would I yeah. enter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I will say that uh, for New Year's, I made um, uh, black-eyed peas, and um, my mother-in-law said that they were the best black-eyed peas she's ever had. Oh. She's from the South, so I took that You're going to have a lucky, lucky 2020? Yeah. yeah. Let's hope so. <laughs> um, well, Sam, if folks can't make it out, are, is there still stuff that they can do to support um, the, the work of the cook-off and kind of our, our, our work as coastal advocates? Absolutely. Um, so you can go to the website, coastcookoff.com. There's a get involved page and there's everything from if you want to put together a cook team for next year, um, if you want to help sponsor, all the sponsorships go straight to the Chandelier Sound Living Shoreline Program. Um, and then you can sign up to learn more information about all the projects um, that we support across the coast and how you can help advocate for them. So one more time, Sammy, where can they find information? It is coastcookoff.com. All right. So we look forward to seeing you at Dockville Farm in St. Bernard from 11 to 3 on February 8th. Thank you, Sam, for coming on. Thank y'all. Bye, Sam. Bye. And we'll be right back. We're talking, we're going from cookoff to Quifra. Um, and when we'll be back, when we're back, we'll have a guest from Quifra to give us the latest and greatest on some of the projects that they are supporting and also the launch of a new coastal podcast. So we'll be right back on Delta Dispatches. back you're listening to delta dispatches we're discussing louisiana's coast it's people wildlife and jobs and why restoring it matters i'm jacques bear with environmental defense fund and i'm simone malaz with restore or retreat and i'm really excited to shift gears a little bit from the cook-off to talk about quipra and with us today is jennifer gidgery um, quipra outreach coordinator welcome to delta dispatches jennifer Thank you guys so much. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. She, she already sounds like she deserves her own podcast. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> she I, sounds I was way joke. better than we do already. I was like, you know, we, we joked when we launched ours, you know, what happens when uh-huh. a Terrio and an A-Bearer walk into the radio station? Now we've got to get you in the mix. 
<laughs> we were just talking about stereotypical la- Cajun last names, too. Oh, so. well, I am a Gidry by marriage. So, uh, you know, it comes with a caveat there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jennifer, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, I have been in this position for all, almost a year. And we have a really great team here. It's uh, myself as well as Casey Wright and Kathy Ladner. And we're about to say goodbye to our wonderful intern for the last two years, Gabe Grifford. And we are actually accepting applications for a new intern through February 10th. And if anybody wants to find out more, we have the job announcement on our Facebook page. Very good. Uh, Victoria used to work for Quipra. That's how. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Casey used to work with us at uh, yes. Coalition North Shore Coastal Louisiana. So it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a great small community. Yes. yes. Obviously. Unfortunately small, but <laughs> growing. Yeah. Promising uh, future for those interns, too. So. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Always go on to better, uh, bigger and better things, I think. So, so we, we end up talking about Quipra a lot and and actually am pretty aware we use acronyms quite a bit on this show uh one time restore retreat developed a acronym list and we had like 160 (laughs) different acronyms like the abcs of coastal so why don't you tell us about quipra um we should have a quiz for most people like what are the letters even in quipra like tell us all about the program that you're working for Yes. So QIPRA stands for the Coastal Wetlands Planning, Protection, and Restoration Act. It's legislation that was passed in 1990 by George H.W. Bush. Uh, it was sponsored by two senators from Louisiana, John Bro, and, um, of course, now, and uh, I'm spacing on the other senator's name. Johnson? No. No. Um, yes, Jay Bennett Johnson. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, yes. look at okay. you. Look there at you, you Jacques. You, you win. <laughs> you win the quiz um, right there. But so it was formerly known as the Bro Act. Once he retired from public office, uh, we, we uh, moved over to the more formal name QIPRA, which is kind of a cumbersome acronym, but it really encompasses everything that the program uh, uh, strives to accomplish for coastal restoration and, pre- and protection efforts. So uh, we, we just had wrapped up the uh, process for um, green lighting for new projects through the priority project list, our PPL, another acronym, uh, PPL 29. This is our 30th year, so there, so we're at PPL 29 and celebrating 30 years of the program. Uh, and it did actually precede the formal uh, organization of CPRA, which is a state-led effort to address coastal restoration efforts. So. Um, we like to say that we were, we were doing this before we were always in partnership with the state, but with a dedicated source of revenue from federal funds to look at the dramatic land loss here in Louisiana. Yeah. For the longest time, y'all were the only game in town, right? Y'all were uh, certainly the only, and then the most stable source of funding. And there's several really great, great crypto projects that have, have come out of it. it. I think, over 200 projects that have been authorized and then and then y'all actually imp- implemented quite a few as well. That's true. We actually have 222 projects total. 140 uh, of those projects are active and 30 of them are in phase one. Um, we have actually completed 17 projects uh, and then we've moved uh, eight of the eight projects into other agencies. Um, eight are currently inactive due to funding or other um, concerns dealing with property um, access and things or resource uh, uh, of, you know, availability and things like that. But it's a very successful program. 
we're really excited to uh, move forward with this year's projects. Uh, and I don't know if you are aware of the four projects that were uh, awarded funding in yesterday's task force meeting. Why don't you tell everybody? Yeah, tell us about them. Yes, I would love to. Uh, the first one is North De La Croix Marsh Creation and Terracing, and that'll be spearheaded by uh, NOAA and the National Marine Fisheries Service. Uh, the next project is the Phoenix Marsh Creation East Increment, headed up by U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Uh, actually, the, the other three projects, the, the three projects are all U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Uh, East Catfish Lake Marsh Creation and Shoreline Protection and Bay Recorsi Marsh Creation and Ridge Restoration. So all of the four of those projects were approved for funding in the amount of $13,931,381. That's awesome. And we were, um, you know, highlighting St. Bernard, but one of those projects, I believe, is in St. Bernard. Is the other one in Plaquemines, the uh, Phoenix Marsh Creation? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. my neck of the woods. like mm. to see that. But you all do, to mm -hmm. be fair, you all operate across the coast. Yeah. Is that right? That's correct, yes. And... Um, you know, there are 19 parishes within our coastal zone, and we work as closely as possible within each of those parishes with those stakeholders and elected officials and um, other organizations. In fact, next week are, are the regional planning team meetings. I, I was going to mention that y'all used to do pitches before pitches were cool, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. So, um, Tell yes. us about that process a little bit more. Okay, well, the best way to look through the process is we, we've, we're actually in the, uh, create, we've created a little how-to interactive guide for our website oh, nice. that people can get, you know, go step-by-step step through the process. But basically, if you have an idea for a restoration project, you bring it to your uh, elected officials within your community, pitch it to, you know, some people have a coastal zone manager on staff within the parish government. Um, or some other person that's tasked with those responsibilities for their parish. You bring it to them, you generate the, the support there, and then you bring it to the RPT meeting where it can be vetted by the engineers and the scientists uh, that are a, a part of the Quipper program. And so the first meeting will be Tuesday, February 4th, starting at 10 a.m. in Lake Charles at the Port of Lake Charles. That's for the Region 4 and then the next day, February 5th, uh, starting at 9.30, will be the Region 3 planning team meeting at, at the Port of Morgan City. And then wrapping up on Thursday, February 6th, starting at 10 a.m., is the Region uh, 1 and 2 planning team meetings in Lacombe at the Refuge there. So That's awesome. And the week. public input to the process is just so, um, you know, important and admirable and you know, we hear that all the time. People have certain ideas for how things can be done by, you know, being out and seeing the coast themselves. So it's just great that you incorporate that into the process. Where right. can people go to learn more about these meetings and attend them? Uh, well, you can always visit our website, lacoast.gov. We have a ton of resources there. It is a little clunky of a website, but we are working on uh, getting a, a nice new fresh look for that website this year. But there's um, what we call the LUCC calendar or the Lucy calendar. And from there, all of those uh, events and meetings are listed, and you can find details about each one, including location, uh, contact uh, information, as well as other relevant details. Yeah, I've, I've been on there several times before. They do have 
good information since it's such a it's an older program right there's a lot of information <laughs> to have right <laughs> yes it's very dense um with information so you have everything from the the heavy science side like you of can basically look up almost any project and they have you know like oh yeah like like tons and tons of you know through all these project priority list and, and those kinds of things. So That's one of my favorite things to do um, on the website is to go and in, in search the projects. And sometimes I'll search them by agency or by parish uh, or by project year. So it's, it's very versatile as far as a search tool goes and that you can kind of narrow your search down to what exactly you're looking for. If you want to find out all the projects that happened in the, in the 90, in the 90s or in the early aughts, you know, you can search through that. Uh, if you want to know uh, all the projects that have happened or, or, or have been planned within your home parish, you can search it that way. If you're affiliated with a certain agency or partnering with a certain agency, you can look through there and then you, you have access to all of the project managers and their contact information and details on each project. And I, I want to follow up to a point that, that you made earlier, Jennifer, is that, you know, some projects actually start to grow in Quipra, but then mm -hmm. they're moved over to another agency. And so I remember Bayou Lafouche was a project that started in Quipra. And it, it's funny to see kind of how it's evolved. And it was, it was, it got really big. And then now it's a CPRA project, all these different things. So there's a lot of really great projects while maybe not even implemented through Quipra. It was grown there and vetted and, and talked about with uh, different agencies. So uh, yeah, that's true. I've actually heard Quipra called an incubator. Oh, that's a good word. Uh, yeah, because we a lot of these projects all go through the engineering and design phase, and then they kind of uh, get pushed into the queue for funding for construction, and and that's a slower process. We in fact yesterday we voted for two projects to move forward into construction, and one of those uh, the the oldest one is PPL 19. So you know it's been waiting for funding for 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, but it's a really great opportunity to get these projects into a planning phase and then other agencies may have other funding streams like CPRA has several funding streams while we only have our one dedicated funding stream. Um, and then, but then like Ducks Unlimited and other nonprofit organizations may have some funds available or even the parishes themselves. There are several parishes that have voted to tax themselves and their communities to support restoration efforts, which is really great you, to see that uh, ground grassroots level support for these efforts. Well, Jennifer, we're up against a break. If you don't mind sticking with us, mm -hmm. we want to talk to you more about some of the ways that people can find out more information and, and some of the communication tools and things that y'all have. So stick with us, Jennifer, and we'll talk to you when we get back. But you're listening to Delta Dispatches. Hello, you're listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Hebert with Environmental Defense Fund. And I'm Simone Malaz with Restore or Retreat. And it is time for the Coastal Stat of the Week. Speaking of Coastal Stats of the Week, I get a lot of my good stats and information from the Quipper website. Mm, but there you go. It just so happens that this week comes from our friends at Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation. So, I don't know, there might be some kind of game or something happening on Sunday. Or mm -mm. I think Nobody cares about I that. I think Shakira's performing. Mm. It's a Shakira, Jennifer Lopez concert, actually. Hips don't laugh. Um, but it's also World Wetlands Day. So, did you know that 40% of the world's plant and animal species 
live and breed in wetlands. The shorelines of the Lake Pontchartrain Basin make up the largest wetlands in the Gulf Coast and are home to a variety of fish, birds, plants, and other animals. Celebrate Lake Pontchartrain and World Wetlands Day this Sunday. Yeah, celebrate it instead mm-hmm. of well, watch Shakira and Jennifer Lopez and that's it. And then well, we'll celebrate Jonathan Foray, pre- past guest from South Louisiana Wetlands Discovery Center, they they have a big celebration for World Wetlands Day. I think theirs is tomorrow. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, yes. Well, speaking of wetlands, we are back with Jennifer Gidgery, Quipper what it, Outreach. Quip, what does Quipper stand for? Coastal. Uh, uh, uh. Coastal Wetlands Planning Protection Restoration good Act. Good job. Did I get it? Yeah. Oh, good. It's okay. always about which P comes first. I know. The P's mess me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, welcome back, Jennifer. We were talking about before the break that this is your this will be your 30th anniversary. I saw a piece here on local New Orleans radio, I mean, radio television uh, by John Snell. He took yes. out Senator Bro. That was truly a great piece to kick off your 30th anniversary. It, it really was. John's been a great supporter of the Clipper program throughout its history, and we really appreciate the the effort that he put into that news piece. And um, I, I'm kind of jealous he got to go out and look at one of the very first Clipper projects with John Bro. I would have loved to have been, you know, I, 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 a mosquito on that airplane, <laughs> holding on for dear life, listening to that conversation. Um, but we we are looking forward to celebrating uh, the Bro Act or the Quipper program all year long, and we have a lot of uh, really exciting events and products that will be coming out this year to acknowledge that. Can you tell us about some of them? Well, um, I, I want to thank you guys for being so excited about the new podcast, Coastal hey. Connection. Uh, we do have the trailer up and available oh, um, on a variety of platforms. We don't have trailers. <laughs> <laughs> It's our teaser. Um, we the first episode will drop um, on February 11th. Episodes will come out the second and fourth Tuesday of every month, and um, you can find that podcast on iTunes, Google Play. Um, you'll there will be a, a a tab or a page, excuse me, on lacoast.gov and the local community media center where we are uh, d- producing that podcast also has it hosted. So aocinc.org. Um, slash Coastal Connection will get you to the podcast as well. Very cool. So, are y'all yeah. going to feature projects or what What kind of things are you, might y'all cover? Uh, well, so we're going to talk about the Quipper program in a variety of manners and, and contexts. And so we're, we're not specifically talking about the Quipper program, but about Coast, coast, Louisiana's coastal wetlands, and so the first episode actually is on alligators. Oh, fun! And and then the second episode, which will come out on Mardi Gras Day, we'll talk about uh, Mardi Gras traditions in various coastal parishes. So that you know, we're, we're a lot of people are familiar with the New Orleans Mardi Gras and the beads and the parades, and then a, a lot of other people are also familiar with the country Mardi Gras, excuse me, Mardi Gras, the Courier de Mardi Gras, where you chase a chick, chicken in a mm-hmm. traditional costume. Um, but there's a lot of really interesting community um, distinct traditions, uh, such as the Gaines Mardi Gras tradition, uh, which I don't want to give away too much, but um, that is one of the uh, communities that will be addressed in that Mardi Gras episode. So oh. I, I encourage you to maybe not listen to it on Mardi Gras Day because you'll probably be really busy, <laughs> but 
um, listen to it later that week as you recover yeah. from your celebrations, whatever, wherever they may be. Great. Uh, Ash Wednesday listening. And it's yes. so awesome to hear that you all are, you know, launching this podcast. We've had so much fun with this. And I mean, I think one of the things that we've learned is there's just so many aspects of our life that touch the coast. So I'm excited to listen and please keep us posted and opportunities to kind of cross promote. We'd love to do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I will definitely take you up on that. Awesome. Well, Jennifer, um, we're almost out of time, but tell us one more time where people can go to um, subscribe to the podcast and also learn more about Quipra. Okay, well, I would encourage everybody to start with our website, lacoast.gov. It's full of information. There's a page uh, that will link you to our podcast. You can also find the podcast Coastal Connection on iTunes and Google Play. And then we're on a variety of social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So uh, if you can't find us, just keep searching because we're there. CWPPRA, or Coastal Wetlands Planning Protection and Restoration Act. Awesome. Well, congrats again on the anniversary and all the great milestones with the project announcements and the launch of Coastal Connections. We're looking forward to listening. Um, And yeah, definitely come back and keep us updated on what's going on with Quipra. Great. Thanks so much, guys. And um, I hope to see you guys at the cook-off for the coast. Yes, indeed. (laughs) We will see you there. All right. Great. All right. Well, Simone, you and I have some exciting news to announce. Um, uh, Again, about food. Yeah. We we (laughs) see the theme here. We like to keep it food and coastal. Um, But do you want to do the honors? Sure. So um, there is a restaurant um, that is located in Homa and Thibodeau, but uh, actually expanding as we speak. And they um, have engaged us in a new partnership. And they are um, going to donate some of their sales from the restaurant um, back to our organizations to help support our coast. Yeah, and the restaurant is off the hook. Um, it's quick, fast, casual style restaurant in South Louisiana. Um, kind of, you know, you're good, Cajun, mm-hmm. seafood, delicious. Drive through um, gumbo. Deliciousness. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, who does not want mm-hmm. gumbo like on the go? You know, you're busy after work, you don't have time yeah, to cook, right. pick up some gumbo, some shrimp, and, you know, have a blast. But anyway, they have three locations. One in Homa, um, 1236 St. Charles Street. One in Thibodeau, 604 North Canal Boulevard. And then one in Houston. Um, And their hours are 10.30 a.m. to 10 p.m. So this coming Monday, February 3rd, will be their Give Back Day. And it's totally give back to the coast. A portion of the proceeds will support, restore, or retreat, and restore the Mississippi River Delta. So we're so um, grateful to Off the Hook for their partnership and look forward to, you know, more opportunities to engage with them. And yeah, we had a chance to meet with their leadership team a couple of times, some really great folks from my part of the world. Yep. Um, but they are really passionate about it. Um, they they did a great job with the restaurant. It looks beautiful. All their uh, materials and everything is, is so beautiful and professional. But they are just really authentic in how much they want to keep up this kind of idea of coast community and culture. So uh, it's going to be fun to work with them. Absolutely. So off the hook restaurants in Thibodeau and uh, Homa, as mm-hmm. well as Houston. So starting February 3rd. This Monday. And you can go in any time all day and mm-hmm. um, the portion of the proceeds from. No judging if you go back more than once either. Yeah, hey, go for lunch and dinner. <laughs> we, don't, we don't care. Um, and the website is just. O-T-Hook 
com if you want to look up more information and find their location. So, yes, indeed. Well, what another great show, Simone. It was yes. wonderful to have you so back. So we'll talk about Queen Bess the next time we come back yeah. about our field trip on Monday. Yeah, we need to Should catch up. Fun. I'm excited, you know, to go from the studio to the boat with you. Mm. It's been a while since we've been on a field I trip know. together. And you trapped in the car with me the whole uh, way down. A lot of, a lot of uh, <laughs> behind the scenes uh, material. We should, we should do a whole um, like carpool karaoke. That would be amazing. <laughs> what would be your karaoke? But I would song? really drive because you know he's not really driving. Then. I know, I know. What would be your karaoke song for ca- carpool karaoke? See, the thing is, is I'm not super great at remembering words. So good thing karaoke like puts it up mm-hmm. for you. I just actually kind of make up some of the words to my favorite okay. songs. But we'll have to have a little playlist for Monday, me and you. I think we're gonna have to include. Um, some Celine Dion mm. because I will <laughs> my week starts with Queen Bess and it ends with Queen Celine. Are you going to see? Oh I am February seventh at the Smoothie King. I was Look I was surprised. At, what with, do you wear to a Celine Dion concert? Oh now you're giving me anxiety. <laughs> I think that's the goal of my weekend. I is busted to, you and Graham at Dolly Parton. Was that Dolly Parton? Or was, was it um Dolly Parton? Yeah, well it was yeah. that Dolly Parton. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Do you wear the same thing? Different things? I think you have to wear different things. Mm. So anyway. Great episode. Thanks so much to Sam Carter. Thanks so much to Jennifer Guidry. Yes. And thanks to you at home for listening. Um, we will Greg be back Brandy. Greg next, Brandy, who next week on Delta <laughs> Dispatches. Audubon, we believe that where birds thrive, people prosper. Nowhere is that more evident than in Louisiana. Integrating science, education, and policy, Audubon, Louisiana's mission is to conserve and restore natural ecosystems, focusing on birds, other wildlife, and their habitats for the benefit of humanity and the Earth's biological diversity. Visit la.audubon.org to learn more and support our mission. la.audubon.org. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Ben's Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care. Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers. Francois Ben's Senior Living. Experience life as it should be. Is anyone going to beat the world's greatest eater, Joy Chestnut, at the Blue Runner World Red Beans and Rice Eating Championship? Come find out at the fairgrounds Saturday, February 8th. The first race is at 1230, eating contest at 3. Admission is free and all attendees get a free bowl of Blue Runner Red Beans. Well, Robert E. Lee may not be at Lee's Circle, but the Circle Bar is... They help you make it through the night. And then there is world-famous Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge. Tell the owner, Dave Clements, that he sent you. You can provide the life-changing opportunity of a quality education to a disadvantaged Louisiana student at almost no cost. For those inclined to make a difference and fortify our community, it's a no-brainer. 95% of every donation to ACE scholarships directly funds a deserving child scholarship and you receive a 95% tax credit through the Louisiana Tuition Donation Credit. To learn more, call Arthur Dupre at 504-710-1132. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app, WGSO.com. On the AM dial at 990, we are WGSO New Orleans.
USA Radio News with Wendy King. More questions and answers in the Senate impeachment trial of President Trump. Justice John Roberts declined to read the question of Senator Rand Paul, which apparently intended to reveal the identity of the 